We need some intro music. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Woman, get it. Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise at every turn. Woman, get it. Another episode of Oh boy. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> oh shit. What's wrong with me? What show is this again? <laughs> How many podcasts do you run? <laughs> I I don't know. There's just this flow for some reason lately. Like the main dish podcast. It just sounds <laughs> like when you want to say your ex boyfriend's name yes. when you're in bed with your new boyfriend, you're like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Okay, let's start over. You're like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so funny. Okay, okay. <clears throat> hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Woman Get In Podcast. I'm Miley. I'm Mandy. And we are your super excited, happy hosts, hosts of this show. Happy hosts. <laughs> So instead of PP, it's HH. <laughs> We're that doesn't yeah. have the same ring to it. HH is what I call happy hour. Right. Historically. Yes. So let's not do happy hosts. Okay. Happy hosts, happy hour. Mm. Which reminds me, I have a bottle of bubbly. Sweet I beans. I going to pour us some. Ah, uh, okay. Time out. We will. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy, how are you doing, my girl? I'm great today. Yeah? Yeah. I had a facial with Debbie. Her skin is glowing. Thank you. Thank you. She strips all the makeup and all the dead skin and all the gunk off of me. Are you me. wearing anything on your face right now? No. Probably some eyeliner uh, left. Oh, yeah. But no, but like your else. skin looks so refreshed and yeah. clean and vibrant and like almost as though you're wearing like a foundation that makes your skin tone really nice. But yeah. that's your natural skin after. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. She uh she did me good today. She hit me with a couple of little extractions. Ooh. And I was like, I she doesn't normally do a lot of those, but she did maybe a couple on me last time I was there and she did a few today around my nose and oh. like, you know, I'd been sick. Yeah, yeah. So maybe like a lot of nose blowing was aggravating that, but she hit me a couple times around my nose with some extractions and like the first two I was like, "Okay, okay we're fine we're fine and like the third one i like raised my hand i was like oh we're gonna sneeze oh <laughs> and i was like what? and i was like i managed to cover it but i was like oh my gosh she's like need a tissue i'm like probably and i sneezed about six times wow like, could not stop sneezing i've had a sneezing fit like that every day for the last couple of days like once a day i sneeze six or eight times and it's like out of my system Whoa. And okay. I haven't been, I haven't sneezed in the longest time. Like the whole time I was sick, I barely sneezed. But yeah. the last couple of days I have sneezed like six or eight times and had this fit. This one was instigated, mm. but yeah, I had a little facial with Debbie today. She got me like a pumpkin mask with some enzymes and all sorts of stuff. And she moisturized the heck out of my face and I had a nice day. I had I'm lunch. I'm so happy to hear that. Had lunch with the guy. Mm -hmm. I took him lunch today Aww. at his work. And What'd then you bring him? I uh, I roasted up some potatoes last night, baked potatoes, some golden Yukons, and I made this little mixture to kind of like stuffed baked potato mixture. Um, it was peppers and onions and mushrooms and a bunch of spices like chili powder and paprika and cumin, so kind of chili-ish, and then I added chickpeas to that. Ooh. 
And then I took some vegan cream cheese and some vegan cheddar cheese and melted it all in there. So it made like this really yummy filling for potatoes. I think that is so sweet and thoughtful that you brought him lunch. Lately, it has become something very special to me when someone brings you lunch when you're working. Work can be long and hard and stressful. And sometimes what happens is when someone is thinking of you and they just pop up in the middle of your day and they actually are thinking of you and bringing you something special. I don't care what it is, but they are like, hey, can I bring you lunch? What would you like? Just being able to not only take a mental and physical break from your workday, but being able to spend just a few minutes, whether it's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes with someone that cares about you and enjoying just like re-nourishing your body physically, mm-hmm. but just re-nourishing in my mind, like my soul, right? Like with someone that means a lot to me. I think that's just so super sweet and special. So I'm so happy to hear that you <laughs> spent some time with the, the man yeah. for lunch and gave him a, a, a special treat in the middle of his workday. Yeah. You know, normally he's like going out and buying something for lunch or maybe he has yeah. leftovers, but I don't know. I had some... I don't know. I just thought it was cute because now I have a little more time in my it, schedule. It is, yeah. My schedule is a little more flexible. <laughs> I'm really happy for you. And I love I love just how cute that is, too. I think, again, maybe it's just February and I'm all lovey-dovey and cutesy <laughs> and stuff. But and all, I'm getting all romantic and everything. But it really, I mean, I'm getting really sentimental these days. I don't know what's wrong with me. That's OK. But, <laughs> we all end but, up there. It's so weird. <laughs> that makes me that warms my heart to hear that things like that are being done. And uh, I think for me also it means so much because I. I work so much that oftentimes I will just work through lunch and I forget to think about myself. And maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Having someone think about me reminds me that, hey, if someone cares enough about me to take care of me, mm-hmm. I also need to love me enough to care about me as well. And so the person that is bringing me lunch is actually teaching me how to love myself. And that, mm. that is actually a really big, important lesson. Yeah. We all should learn. But also for me, it's it's a tough lesson that I keep having to relearn. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, you're worthy of a break. Yeah. Take a break. Yeah. Slow down. It was really nice. Like it's a nice day out. It's really nice in Phoenix right now. We sat out back behind outside, had our own little private space, just hung out in the sun, Aww. enjoyed each other's company for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. good. And then I had a facial with Debbie and then I came home. And did some stuff around here. And now we're recording this podcast that I love to do so much. And I worked and then I got to come here. And I've been waiting to do an intro with you because ever since our episode last week and I broke out in song last week, but I broke out to the wrong song this week. I will break out to the right song that you were talking about, which is reunited and it feels so good oh my god that's the one that's the one (laughs) (laughs) it occurred to me while i was re-listening to last week's episode when it was published just to make sure everything sounded right and while i was listening to our episode i was like yeah i don't know why it didn't occur to me the melody of the song even though i knew what you were talking about so i broke out into a different song that i was thinking at that time but then i was like no she was talking about reunited and but I don't know the rest of the, the words. Yeah, I don't either. I knew the words, but I hadn't a clue on the melody. Yeah. And you started singing the Grease song, which I is did. funny. So <laughs> listeners, if you want to hear that, flip back to last uh, week's intro. Let me and, see here. Uh, oh, hear it. Reunited and it feels so good. 
reunited because we understood. <laughs> that's all I know. This, <laughs> oh, that's that's funny because those lyrics kind of play into the episode we're going to oh, yes. get into today. Yes, 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 yes. Find out more about that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm happy to be reunited with you. Yes. I think now that you're no longer physically and full time at the clinic, it will be a reunion every time I come over for an episode recording. We get to so. reunite every week. Yes. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> well, it went from reuniting every morning at work to yeah. <laughs> four days a week reunions. But that's okay. That's okay. Remember when we would go a whole weekend without seeing each other oh. sometimes? Oh, I know. And on Mondays it would be like, oh my gosh, yes. I haven't seen you in three days. <laughs> so funny yeah so yes i'm happy to be back here with you i'm happy that you had a great day thanks and uh and yours was busy but i busy, hope it's busy good now yes and had a great weekend i know last weekend i had talked to our listeners okay. about me being able to solo and this week i can officially tell you that i have now 3.7 hours of solo time where I was the only person in the aircraft and I was able to take off and land safely. All by herself. <laughs> All I, by myself. I posted some of the video because I yes, went yes, and watched. The, the guy and I went and mm-hmm. watched. And so if you were following the Instagram stories, you got a sneak peek at the guy. <laughs> but um, the guy and Katie and I went and watched you take off yes. and do like three patterns mm-hmm. around the airport and go and up and come down <laughs> and up and down and up and down. <laughs> it seems when you talk about it, because when I was describing to people what I'd be doing, I was like, you know, you come to the airport and I'm just going to fly rectangles around the airport. It sounds so simple, but it is complicated because yeah. there's a lot of checklists that I have to go through to make sure that the airplane is working safely that I know how to use and the you know utilize all the controls and make sure that everything is running properly then I have to communicate with the air traffic controllers and also balance where I am at in my journey or my flight plan uh, compared to all the other aircraft that's in the area and also doing what we call pattern work so pattern work is flying rectangles around or above the airspace of the airport that you're at so pattern work is just a shorter way but i like to explain to people it's just flying s- rectangles <laughs> around the airport uh but then and there's it, turns it, it and does sound rather like okay yeah <laughs> uh, but it's really fun getting to watch your friend like in this airplane you're like she's in there right we watched her get in there and then yeah. drive off down the runway and then we brandon your instructor was had uh downloaded an app and he was like listening to the radio tower and um listening to y'all chat back and forth and all of a sudden he heard, we all heard that they were changing the um, the airport or the the runway yes changing the runway changing the part of the runway which they were having you take off from yes and brandon was like oh crap i know because that's what <laughs> that was, was like the opposite of direction that you had just driven yes. off into yes i know <laughs> and i was like of course they would change the runway when i was up for my solo yeah and so that day early that day brandon and i had it was like to- all studied she was yeah, like i'm no. gonna drive down there they're yeah. probably gonna have me leave from here or here and i'm gonna take off from here and, da, 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 da. and then they were like 
we're changing the runway. Which is the gonna bring opposite. You back to yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, was like, okay. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then that's why I was sitting there for so long <laughs> at the, the that end of the runway because I was like, oh no, and I gotta flip everything around that I was like what I was preparing for. <laughs> and then uh, I was sitting there for I know an abnormally long time. I'm sure Brandon up? was. Is this what we're talking about? Yes, this is yeah. the run up. And so then you said Brandon. Oh, he commented on that a couple of times. Yeah. Um, it was like, all right. Like we could hear the engine go like go nuts. Right. For the right. run up. And he was like, OK, no, this is a run up. And like, blah, 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 blah. And he talked, talk, talk. And he was like, not sure why she's still doing it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I explained it to him, too, because afterwards he talked to me about it. Yeah. And with the run up, what happens is you you have to um, increase the RPMs of the engine up to 4000 RPMs to make sure that at close to maximum power it's still running and you check certain things in the engine and i was checking the engine but it wasn't reading out what it was supposed to oh. so that's why i was running it a little bit longer to verify and i was double checking and triple i actually had to triple check before i was getting the reading that i needed it to read otherwise i was in my head i was like on the third try i was like if this third time doesn't work i'm gonna have to taxi back and tell them <laughs> something's up with the aircraft and then i'd be like but then that's gonna make me sound like i'm a wimp that I'm trying to find a reason not to solo. But third time it worked. So then I, I, I took off. Yay. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, the uh, there were. So what happens is when you solo at the end of each radio call, you actually have to announce that you are a student solo. So they know that one, oh, you're yeah. a newbie. <laughs> Two, you're a you, newbie. You newbie. <laughs> Three, hopefully they talk really slowly and they give you a lot of space in between aircrafts. Uh -huh. And so I was announcing that as a student solo and everyone there was so nice. And one of the pilots that was in the pattern with me actually asked the ATC if he could say something to the other pilot. And I'm thinking, oh, no, what did I do wrong already? And uh, this is actually not when you were listening. It was the second time I went up. Okay. And uh, the other pilot... He said, just want to say congratulations on your solo. Very proud of you. Your radio calls are really good. And, and then he goes, I remember my solo, 1958. And I was like, oh my gosh, dude, you're so cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And it was just really dude, neat. That guy must be like 70. Yeah. I mean, you can continue flying until you don't get... Yeah. approved for your medical so as long as you stay healthy and you stay current so like 58 was 54 years ago and i imagine you were pushing 20 at your yeah. solo so yeah. so Hi. or you know you can you can solo as early as age 17 so okay. especially if you grew up in a rural area so you probably youngest, fly this yes, guy is 17 70. yeah <laughs> yeah so it's wow. super cool and he's yeah. like way to go grasshopper <laughs> and then there was this one point where i was really confused about one of the calls that the ATC gave me. Oh. And so I actually literally asked ATC, you gave me this call, but I wasn't sure. Can you confirm? And they confirmed. And then they said, when in doubt, always ask. Glad and proud that you asked. And I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really the only one in the pattern. So, <laughs> but I still asked <laughs> just to confirm. Um, was that for me? You're the only one out there. And two, two, four, two, T, whatever. Like, yes. You're the only one out there. Uh, that was for you. Thanks for asking. Yeah. But it was <laughs> super <cute>. cool. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I just want to make sure that I am doing what I need to and not because what happened? Like, I can't see any other. I mean, I did my what I'm supposed to do. I look on my GPS, didn't see any other aircrafts. Look outside, didn't see any aircrafts. And even though the law says that you have to have ADSB out that so a signal going out of your air, aircraft so that other people can see you. Yeah. There are people who break the law. So I just want to be 
extra careful. And especially that's why it's so neat to fly in a controlled airspace. A lot of newbies, they prefer uncontrolled airspace because then you're not having to talk a lot on the radios because a lot of people mm. can be scared on the radios. And the uh, radio calls are really hard. And so some people would rather not talk too much or have somebody be ta- telling them what to do. But I love flying with ATC because they're an extra set of eyes that can double check things Is for you. Is it too late for me to get into this line of work? No, it's not. Oh, it would be so <laughs> great if you were an ATC and then you and I could fly the pattern all the time. And Because can... it doesn't sound that hard to me listening. I think you just have to know who's in your exactly. airspace, obviously. And it's very right? simple. And like, like I can I memorize social security numbers and dates of birth like all day long. Oh, like... you don't have to memorize because it's all on a screen. You exactly. see it all. But like calling out stuff like that just yes. sounds like right and you get jam. to control mm-hmm. you control traffic yeah. so people have to listen to you oh i like that you, you know do. i like you that. would be so good at it <laughs> because you're also very you're managing the safety of everyone mm-hmm. so oh oh i yes please <laughs> yes i'm gonna for chapter four of mandy's life <laughs> she's gonna be air gonna, traffic controller i'm gonna go make friends there you go this is a good uh, intro what, yeah, intro good, segue uh, into yeah. today's episode. I'm going to make friends with uh, some people who are ATCs so that you can meet them. And then uh, maybe you can have a part time job as ATC if you wanted to. What? And then I'll fly when you work. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. This would be amazing. <laughs> but and I then we can practice radio you. calls. <laughs> you can totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. This was OK. We're putting it on the list. We're putting it on the list. Yes. Career number four. Yes, baby. Yes. I'm on my way. <laughs> I have it in my sights. I love it. Air I love it. I control. love it. Yes. So we've already talked about what we're talking about today <laughs> is how to make friends as an adult. Yeah. Making friends in adulthood and the challenges that it can pose. And we, we, we get a lot of questions about this actually in real life. We People do. have asked us, like, how do you guys... I make friends and there's a number of different ways where we're gonna go over how like we've made friends and things we've done in real life but there's a lot of ways that you can kind of suddenly find yourself without a close group of friends or even you know that outer circle I like to call it like inner circle outer circle like peripheral circles like I have a big peripheral circle of friends and even bigger like probably third tier so to speak but there's certain times in life and I think that you just find yourself without a bunch of friends like I moved across the country you might be m- new to a city and like, how do I meet people here? I need to find some, find my tribe. Yeah, for sure. So today's episode is going to be about that. We hope you enjoy. So you were just mentioning, Mandy, about finding your tribe. I really like that because as we get older, it can be difficult to find your tribe, especially if you haven't built one as you were growing up. And the number one place to build your tribe as you're growing up is in school because that's where we spend a majority of our time growing up. But once you are out of the school environment, it can be hard to find uh, and to make friends. Yeah. And school to me, it's like that's a controlled environment where you're all sort of kind of forced to be mm-hmm. <laughs> like you become friends with these people because you kind of have to I mean you know maybe not a lot of people have a ton of friends from school but like you end up becoming friends with those people out of proxy like they're just there right so and it's not that they're always on the same path as you and a lot of times once school ends people go off in different directions to college like it's not always that you find like that good friend or more than one friend who stay with you for a long time and maybe you go to college together but beyond college 
it fizzles out after that careers and husbands and kids and yeah uh, just life starts happening and people tend to move in different directions so even if you did have this group of friends as a young adult or teenager um as you grow and start to shape into an adult you can often it's it's kind of common that you get some distance between those friendships and sometimes that distance of course isn't intentional or on purpose but it can just naturally happen because you get busy or Mm -hmm. occupied with career goals or other relationships because you're building a family yeah or you have other obligations that you have to take care of and it can physically take you away from like geographically yeah away from the tribe or the friends that you had when you were in college or whatnot so mm-hmm. when you get to a new place or when you uh, are in a place in your life where you want to try to build some friendships we're going to talk some strategies today about uh, where you can get started how you can get started where how yeah how do you connect with new people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think first of all mindset is really important Mm -hmm. you want to come from a place of positivity openness openness for sure and I think part of this process of finding and developing friendships is also kind of getting to know yourself as well because part of knowing yourself is also allowing someone to get to know you Mm -hmm. so that's definitely like the mindset that I encourage people to kind of be in when you are interested in new relationships i was definitely thinking this earlier when you said it can be difficult to make friends as an adult i was thinking it should be easier because at this point in your life you now have confidence you now have all of these interests that are unique and you're just starting to become more of your person so you you actually have a lot more to build on now that's you know a more stable thing to build on or at least to look for friends but sometimes I have found in maybe the last six or seven years of my life, there have been moments where even though I know myself or know what my interests are, sometimes it can be a little intimidating to Mm. walk up to a random adult, (laughs) try to make friends with them, right? Or start conversations. That's one thing that I have personally been trying to, to master, trying to do more of just starting random conversations with people. Mm -hmm. And so I have like a pocket full of questions to start conversations. (laughs) I love this. It's like when you're on dates, she's like, well, I don't have a list of questions. I'm like, yeah, you do. (laughs) I I love it so much. (laughs) I deny it, but I should probably, I deny it, but I I should own it. Yeah. (laughs) I have a list (laughs) of questions at all times that I'm ready Ready? to ask people. Like my sister got my sister called a few minutes ago before we start going and she's like oh hi Nicole how was your day what was your favorite part of your day oh that's interesting and why did you like that so much (laughs) like I was like my sister didn't know she was getting interviewed when she called to check in on me and say hi but hey it led to her sharing a she recipe for a dressing she was like, let me that tell you all about the salad yeah. and this dressing <laughs> yeah. and all the deliciousness that I put <laughs> exactly. in it. And I'm like, dang girl, you and then get I it. learned about like some <laughs> ingredients that I'd never heard about before. Yeah. And so like, hey, I think I, you. So this, what I'm saying is, I think you're very good at it. <laughs> like, but it didn't happen overnight. Okay, okay, you practice. It, uh, I've been practicing. I'm really it's, good at talking to strangers. Like I will talk to almost anyone anywhere. 
Yes, but that's the thing. But I don't necessarily make like a long term friend with See, these that's people. What it but is. I'm really good at like making an acquaintance almost anywhere I go. But you got to start somewhere, and that's where I'm at right now. So I'm yeah. in the process of converting strangers <laughs> to long term friends. Miley's like, that's an interesting salad dressing recipe. Can I get your phone number? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna I'm just kidding <laughs> Mandy give me her phone number <laughs> but that's you know you got to start somewhere and yeah. friendships take time to develop as well yeah. and sometimes you have it's kind of like dating like sometimes you kind of have to talk to a lot of people and then you find the person that you click best with right like just chit-chatting with the person that you have a yoga mat next to when you're putting away your stuff at the gym yeah. or whatnot so we'll talk about that but it's about mindset first and foremost, and being open-minded to all the possibilities. But I think part of it is, like we mentioned, getting to know yourself and get it, yeah. enjoying your life. And I think when you enjoy your life, you open yourself up to possibilities for new friendships. Definitely. I think, and so for me, part of the reason it's so important to have friends is a sense of community, which we're always on about, you and I and this show mm -hmm. and in our lives. It's important to have that sense of belonging yeah. I think loneliness is something that's been really highlighted, especially in the last few years with the pandemic. Yeah. People are isolated. People are cut off from a lot of, you know, seeing friends, seeing families. You're not able to travel. Maybe your families live in other countries and it's been really hard for some people to see each other. So I think being able to connect with people around you, like physically near you in your community, like-minded people is really important to help combat that loneliness. And being an introvert like I am, it, it is easy for me to chat with strangers because, I mean, it's not like I'm buying a house with these people. It's not a big just, commitment. Thank you. Exactly. So being, I am quite introverted. And sometimes the idea of making friends is very much an eye roll and a groan for me. I'm like, oh, do I have to? Like, <laughs> I don't want to be friends with these people. I don't want to be friends with anybody. Leave me alone. So, but at the same time, once I'm there and I'm into it, I'm always having a great time. Yeah. And like, it's easy for me to get in that mindset of like, eh, I don't really need any more friends. No. Yeah. <laughs> but like. Uh, it's easy to do that, but it's also very easy for me to flip out of that and enjoy. And I love the friends I have and the new friends that I make all the time and acquaintances and, you know, first, second, third circles, like, and seeing friends shift in and out of different circles oh, yeah. and how close we are at times and closer at sometimes than other times. And I think that all works. And I think there's room for all of it. I like that. And so maybe part of the mindset part that I was talking about is also knowing your why. Yes. Understanding your why, what you what you need out of a friendship, just yeah. like a relationship, yeah. I guess. And like being able to have people around you who you can chat about common yeah. everyday shit. Like, and that's part of it, too. Having different friends, like mo like yes. multiple friends. Right. It's, it's great to like have a your best friend of friends. But <laughs> yes, but there are going to be friends that you talk that like certain things with and then yeah. other friends that you'll talk about other things with too and so it's nice to have different friends that you can go to for different reasons as well and so I like that yeah I have lots of different friend groups I wrote I wrote a tiny little list because I'm a little list maker <laughs> <laughs> but I mean I have close girlfriends you know you and Shireen and 
um, Katie's becoming a really mm-hmm. close girlfriend. Like I have a lot of girlfriends that I'm really close with. And I have a couple of guy friends that I'm really, really close with, like former roommates of mine. Then I have the vegan groups of friends where, you know, they're not like tight friends that I'm hanging out with every day, but they're friends that I can go, hey, do you want to go get a dinner? Do you want to go get a lunch? Do you want to go try this place out? Have you been here? Have you done this? So I have that group of friends. And then I have my group of friends that also own bakeries and restaurants. So I have like food business owner friends and having different tiers of friends is really helpful because I have outlets for different things that are because you know we're all complicated and intricate and we all have lots going on so it's really important to have friends who can meet all of those needs and you have a place like an outlet for it all and a place to discuss and problem solve and just vent sometimes or ask for recommendations and things like that too you know so I'm thinking when you're sharing all of the different groups that you have it's like oh if you are talking about anything vegan you would go to your friends that actually know and are living the life of a vegan you know and and so if you have any healthcare problems you have a group of people that work in healthcare or whatnot so yeah it's kind of nice also thank you for reminding me i have all these awesome doctor friends (laughs) and a pilot friend (laughs) (laughs) and uh while you were sharing with with us the different groups that you have one strategy that came to mind was a good place to start to find new friends is to ask your current friends if they have any friends they want to invite to something you're doing. So I imagine, I wonder if this is true, but I think you know Katie or you're getting to know Katie better because of me. Sure. I mean, you know her through work, but you and I are close, so we hang out a lot. And then this one time I was like, hey, can I invite Katie along? And then that's how you and and Katie know each other. "Uh, Okay. (laughs) Yes, you are. I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's tan- it's exactly like I was saying a minute ago. It's like very standard me like new people. <laughs> but then the other thing, the, the opposite has happened with you as well. Like I didn't really know Shireen, but because Shireen's close to you and you and I are close, we were hanging out. And then one time I either asked if I could hang out with you and Shireen <laughs> or you would ask somehow, you know, and now I'm getting to know And the next thing Shireen. you know, we were all going to Austin together. Yes. And I'm like, well, oh, let's okay. see how this goes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and sometimes that's what it takes, right? Yeah. Maybe you and a close friend are doing something and then you, one of you invites another close friend and then yeah. now you have a group of four. Yeah. And then if everyone else, if, if each person invites a different person, now you have a group of eight. Yeah. And, and so a lot of times for, I'm definitely one of those people that like, you kind of have to force me into hanging out with people sometimes because <laughs> I'm real happy in my little bubble. But um, like if you just like put it on me mm-hmm. and like you're like, oh, I invited this person too. I'm like, OK, <laughs> I hope they're cool. They better be cool. <laughs> and they usually are <laughs> like 98 percent of the time. And then yeah. I'm excited because then we have a big group like, you know, yeah. when us when we get together for the Galentines, yes. when we get together with the girls, it's like Cena and Rima. Yeah. And then we have a big group of people and. Not everybody can make it all the time because everybody's schedules are different and stuff like that. But it is fun having yeah. that group of people I mean, that you can yeah, and get together with and catch up on mm-hmm. and chat and totally. vent and support each other and cry on each other's shoulders. And yeah, But it's also like when you think back to our group of what is it now? Six girls like this group that we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, it started off with you and Shireen. Then I joined and then Sina and Rima and then Katie. And so it's kind of it grows it didn't happen overnight it happened probably slowly over the last two or three years yeah Uh, but it takes you taking a chance for sure and like we said open-minded being willing to to kind of allow other people not not only into your quote circle but 
into your world and allowing someone to get to know you and being open to getting to know other people. Right. And it's hard and we're busy. And so some, some people might, you know, you might make friends at work. We yes. spend a lot of our waking hours at work, but work isn't always a place where there's a lot of people. Not everybody, people are working remotely now. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and work isn't always a place where there's a lot of variety to make friends. Like let's say in a clinic where you as a young single female work with a bunch of old white men. Yep. That have wives and kids and uh, nothing in common with you mm -hmm. <laughs> like except dentistry like demographically speaking y'all have nothing if you were to put your little papers next to each other uh -huh. like y'all don't look like people who'd be hanging out socially so there's not always opportunity yeah. at work so maybe maybe you go to the gym after work yeah hitting up crossfit or right. like i said you know you're class. taking yoga and you just say say hi to the person next to you in the mat and then you start yeah. to talk and the next time you see them again and you talk a little bit more and then the next time you see them again, you talk a little bit more and maybe, hey, let's grab coffee afterwards. So smart. So going to and that, that's what it is, right? Taking advantage of the things, the hobbies, the activities that you're already doing in your life. Yeah. Is one, another strategy that you can implement to try to find new friends on that same note. It could be new hobbies that you yeah. want to look into as well so um looking at what you enjoy in your life whether it's existing hobbies or new hobbies is another strategy so for me i talk about it a lot but the last year i've been flying more and i've asked my instructor like brandon's introduced me to two other female pilots mm. so i can talk to them and relate like we can relate a lot better and that's why he introduced me to these female pilots Good. and now i i text with them and i chat with them and uh whenever i'm struggling i'll ask them questions or we'll share information and we tell each other about our flights and i found out that one of the girls she's she's certified in scuba and me and rima did some scuba stuff last year and so we're planning a trip and it's just really cool, cool. because that's how you start to develop new friends by kind of checking into the activities, the yeah. circles that you're currently in and seeing if anybody's open to introducing you to somebody else. You said the exact word I was thinking of, which was opening up to yeah. the, like the possibility of bringing more people into yeah. your group and joining other groups. Right. I mean, there's, I love hiking. And so there's a lot of hiking groups that you can join. You, uh, when I hiked, I, I used to hike this one trail, a lot like every other day during COVID and I made some friends on that trail because it was the same people that would hike the same trail and we'd get coffee afterwards outside and it was really nice and that's how we made you know that's how you can make friends but look at things that you're already doing or pick up a new hobby and that's how mm -hmm. you can make some friends yeah there's lots of meetup groups online like literally I think they're called meetup yeah it they've is, been it's around an app for a long meetup, time yeah uh, uh one of my colleagues he was traveling a lot because he did a lot of different residencies right after dental school. And he's in his mid late, late twenties at the time and early thirties. So anytime he would go to a new city, he would do uh, the meetup. I use a meetup app to meet up with people who are playing volleyball. Cause he loved volleyball and that's how he made friends through volleyball. And so there's a lot of community rec groups that you can join. Yeah. Get some physical activity, meet some friends, get out there instead of sitting on your couch I mean, there, that was like a fourfer right there. <laughs> that was a fourfer. I love when she does two first, three firsts, and fourfers. <laughs> um, online, I've never done meetup, but I have made a bunch of friends in Facebook groups. 
And I remember joining the Facebook group that I'm thinking of right now. It's a local like vegan group. And I remember thinking, I don't really want to join groups. Like I'm not really interested in all this chatter. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I didn't want to be tied to my phone. I was really resistant to be tied to my phone any more than I already was, or we already are. And I don't know. And then at some point I just really enjoyed the group and like I enjoyed participating and chatting with people. And now I've met up with, I don't even know how many of the people from that group, but like I've hung, like I'm a moderator now. So yeah. now, <laughs> now we like, we hang out as mods, like the group of us. Sometimes there was 10 you of us. You guys go on like together. day trips to yeah. like Tucson and stuff. Like it's yeah. so neat. Yeah. We get together and we have like, we have a picnic in the park planned sometime soon. And we went to Tucson right before COVID and then we what did we do we had a nice big holiday dinner recently with a big group of us a lot of us got together so it is fun and as much as I it's I look back and I admit to being very resistant to the (laughs) whole thing but it is fun I've also met people on Instagram just like locally you're posting things or you're sharing things or people are finding you and following you and at some point you're like oh my gosh this looks so amazing I need to go try this at some restaurant and somebody else local in the community who you're familiar with their Instagram handles like oh my gosh I need to try it too and you're like want to go yeah and like I've met up with people that way it's like just random lunch meetings and now I've been friends with these people for a couple of years yeah so that's Facebook Instagram online apps are a great way we just mentioned meetup as an app I will also kind of throw in bumble friends oh yeah I haven't personally used it but I had a friend Stephanie okay yeah I had a friend Stephanie she moved here from Washington State didn't know anybody and now her three closest friends who were her bridesmaids in her wedding were all like they were friends that she made through bumble friends when she first came here to uh from Washington about I don't know I think she, she's she been here for six uh, six years or so so That's cool it's just really neat that there are apps out there that you can use if you really want to try to make some new friends too so that's awesome mm-hmm. also um things like markets and just events like yeah. that happen around town those are great places to meet like-minded people people who are doing the things that you mm-hmm. like to do um and kind of in your space already dog parks you know, go hang out at the dog park. If you have a dog, I don't. Well, that, those, that reminds me of like community service. So oh, yeah. if you love hanging out, so if you love hanging out with dogs or pets, the local humane society is always looking for volunteers. And that's a great mm-hmm. way to meet other volunteers. Yep. I've always wanted to volunteer at like a pet shelter. I or used to have four dogs or a rescue. Yeah, you can like there's tons of rescue groups that need some volunteer service. And it's a great way to kind of be doing a, a service community service taking care of pets and meeting new friends three goes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh so you can volunteer through the local humane society yeah. pet rescue but i also have volunteered with the rotary club and with the rotary club there's activities where you can connect with the local schools to do like a book drive or the uh, habitat for humanity and build houses there's a lot of uh, other clubs that you can do like toastmasters mm. and uh, get to know other people and one other place that you can volunteer oftentimes times is uh, the hospital. Many hospitals need volunteers either in the ER. There are uh, there are volunteers that are needed sometimes in the NICU to kind of take care of the babies oh, yeah. that are you know neonatal or uh, pre- premature. So it's just kind of nice. I feel like sometimes don't they just need people to hold babies? Because the babies, um, sometimes they need skin to skin contact and they just need to be near a a heartbeat. Yeah. Oftentimes. So that's something neat. And, uh, you know, uh, we I organize the the Arizona Oral Cancer Walk. And so I always 
I'm looking for volunteers to help with that. And it's a great way to kind of, again, give back to the community, learn and educate about your about a, a, a cause. So it's kind of neat. All of this is it's just very much like knowing yourself and finding out yourself, finding out new things about yourself and being really open to the possibility of expanding your circle. And it's it's better than being lonely. Like it, yeah. it really is better than keeping your circle teeny tiny. I'm talking to myself here. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of our faculty coworkers, like her son's been real interested in veganism. Oh. Um, if not fully vegan, I'm not sure, but she's talked about him a lot to me and she's like, he's doing this, he's doing that. He's working at a restaurant. I happen to know the yeah. owner. And like, so she's like, do you mind if I give him your number? I'm like, no, Ooh. fine, go for it. Yeah. So like he's reached out to me and we have a coffee date this week. He just wants to pick, Aww, I don't even know what he wants so to pick cool. my brain about, but he wants to pick my brain about something. I'm like, I guess some people find me valuable. <laughs> Oh, what are you talking about? You I, are uber valuable. You know, you get in these moments where you're like, you why do you want to talk to me? Wanna, yeah, like, why do you want to talk to me? And but what listen, am I? Yeah. But y'all should definitely listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I have lots of important things to say. <laughs> well, here's the other thing, too. When it comes to connecting and networking and making friends, you can also find a lot of opportunities to find mentors yeah. and people who you can help. And they, in essence, are a mentee and you're mentoring. Yeah. Somebody and even too. if I'm not that for them, I'm mm -hmm. happy to connect people to yes. other people. I'm happy to yeah. play that little matchmakery type of role. Like you should reach out and talk to this person. You should definitely go here. Like think about this think Cause I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm ideas. I'm just like, have you thought about this? Have you thought about yeah. this? But what about this? Would you like doing this? What do you like? Like, I'm really good at helping people kind of fine tune when they're wandering and that what a friend does i guess you know I mean? or coach. You know, so co <laughs> <laughs> coach mentor friend yeah it's all of the above yeah you know and so it's just nice it goes back to there are times in life where you do need to like i like that you need to be alone like i enjoy oh, yeah. coming home to an empty house sometimes some nights yeah there are other nights where I wish I had somebody that I was coming home to, but that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about like, there are times where you need your solitude, but it's not solid. Like, I guess what we're preaching is you, sh you shouldn't be in solitude 24 seven. Right. And even if you are coming home to someone, you have a significant other, you still need a good circle yeah. of friends. That person cannot be, be your everything. everything. Like they can't be your confidant for every single thing going on in life. That's way too much. And you wouldn't want to be that for them. Like you need to know what's going on yeah. in each other's lives, but you just can't be that everything. You can't be the person who taught like you just can't, you have to unleash on other people. And it also kind of goes to and when I have need to get to, away from each other. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But if I have an issue when with dentistry, yeah. If my person doesn't know anything about dentistry, I can't really vent to them, right? Or if I'm having an issue with my flying, like it's so nice to have somebody who actually knows the ins and outs and the details and can really oh, yeah. understand why I'm frustrated with dentistry or why I'm frustrated with flying. And so that's why like your person, yes, they probably are a lot of things for you. They're they a big part of your life, but they're not everything. Yes. Yeah, but understand all of the nitty gritty of all of your stuff is just hard yeah for one person it's unreasonable yeah get friends get you some friends and it's it's nice to have different people it is you need different perspectives and backgrounds and you need a really balanced group just to kind of it, it's just really helpful to keep your perspective and new points of view that you might be, like not that. be thinking of when you're kind of spinning on about something yep very good point mandy thanks i love it thanks
Any other strategies you have? Um, those were mine. I would say most of my strategies involve some sort of online outreach to people <laughs> and like making sure I know them and like them and That's I'm hilarious. okay with them via a keyboard and then I meet them in real uh, life. Yeah, no, I'm the complete opposite. Except for Shireen. Shireen, you know, she ended up working yeah. with me a billion years ago and I made her be my friend. <laughs> and when I moved in with a roommate years and years ago, um, I met his friends because we all went out and I met all of his friends and then all of his friends became my friends. So like, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, but, I, that's another way to make friends, get a roommate, Yeah, meet their friends, steal them. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of my friends have been either from school that I've kept with and, or just the hobbies and the activities that I've done. Oh, that's what I was going to say too, is I have some school friends from like kindergarten I have a f good friend from kindergarten who I still talk to obviously very rarely she's in Michigan like we try to chat when we can and a couple text messages I see her when I'm in Michigan and I have high school friends who I lost touch with for a long time but we talked about Kelly and then we got back in touch so it's it's really fun to see how some people you've known when you were younger how you can kind of come back into each other's circles and have a really good time and connect again so as what is the saying you have this reason season oh. Everybody comes in for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Yes. So I have friends who I've been friends with for eons. Like, I mean, my friends here in Arizona, I've been good friends with them for 98% of the time that I've lived here, like 14 of the 15 years. And and then there are people from high school and there are even some of that crew, like a lot of them have moved away and, you know, I just probably won't see them again because we're just doing very different things with our lives. But some are moving away, some move back, some like high school friends, you don't see each other for a long time and then you see each other again. So it's I don't know. I think friends aren't ever gone, maybe permanently. I mean, maybe there are some irreparable things that people have done and you're not into it anymore. But I think um, being open to kind of that fluctuation and it's not like anything is ever completely lost is also a good thing to remember. There's an ebb and flow. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, we had mentioned earlier. And not putting too much pressure on it, I think, yeah. is maybe like what I'm trying to get to in my head. It's like, I don't know, let people, you can drift apart a little bit. You can drift back together. Like it doesn't have to be this stagnant thing of all yes or all no. Just kind of let it be. Yeah. You're completely right. My my best friend from high school, we've known she's my my longest friend and we've been best friends since high school. We went to college together. Then she stayed in Tucson and I've been so focused on my career the last 12 years and she's been so supportive. And there are times where I'm like, hey, let's get together. And she's like, well, what do you have going on? I don't want to take up too much of your time because I, I want to be here to support you. And then, but we make sure that we talk and hang out most holidays we make at a point we, we keep in touch as best as we can and yeah. there was time that you know there were seasons where we were inseparable and now we're not as inseparable but things are getting better in both of our lives and we can make time like we have more time in our lives so we're trying to spend more time like traveling together and yeah. doing bigger things and activities that we weren't able to do when we were younger and that's great I think that's balance yeah. and the friends that you can like not talk to for three months and or six months or whatever it is then all of a sudden you get back together and you're just laughing your asses off and having the best time I think that's some of the stuff life is made out of yeah it's precious mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we hope you get your butt off your couch 
Yeah. Go make some friends or, you know, make them on the Internet uh, from your couch and then, but then go meet them in real life, yeah. too. And when we finally have a meet and greet, get your butt out and meet us. Hell yeah. <laughs> we we want to be your friends. We need COVID to die down a little bit more because, yes, yeah. I've already had it once. I'm not trying to have it again. Mm-mm. I'm trying to ride this out till summertime. <laughs> like, please don't do it again. <laughs> I went two years. I'm pretty happy. Mm hmm. I'm trying to go two more before I get whatever the Zeta strain is or some shit. Ay, ay, ay. All right. Yeah, definitely come meet us when we go yes, out, people. Yes, yes. Thanks for listening to us today. We hope this friend chat left you with some ideas, left you motivated to get out there, bust out of your shells. And maybe if you're already out of your shell, be a little more patient with the people who are still in <laughs> yeah. theirs, like me, who needs a little more coaxing every now and then. And happy belated Valentine's Day. We are sending you all of our love. And thank you so very much for your support and your friendship. Thank you all so much. Love you. Love you too.